All right, here we go in three, two, one, and we're off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fans around the world, welcome to another edition of the World of Midnight. Starring your host, that is I, he is me, I am Midnight. And uh, thank you for tuning in for another lovely edition of the world, the way I see it, the way people like me see it. And uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, sorry, it's been a while since the last time we chatted. Um, racism part one took off like wildfire. So um, had to uh, address those comments. And actually, this is supposed to be racism part two. I had a panel, you know, assembled, but uh, due to scheduling conflicts and things of that nature, was not able to get it done in a timely manner. So we're going to pause on that. Racism part two will probably be the next episode, about in a week or two. But uh, with so much going on, we decided to just go ahead and, uh, you know, put that not on the back burner, just on the side for right now and continue to talk, talk about what else is going on. So, what's up, kids? How you guys been? How you guys doing? How's everything? Uh, what's been going on since the last time we chatted? Mm. Let's see. I had a birthday. That's right. I'm now 19 years old. <laughs> hey, Um, It is March Madness. All right. Hope you got your brackets filled out. I am going all in this year on the Michigan Wolverines. We're going to win it all. And if they don't win, uh, I'm going to say they won anyway, so who cares? Um, but we are going to, without further ado, talk about the more serious issue that is plaguing us all right now. And that is Black Lives Matter. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> the military conflict that is over in the Ukraine and a war that is waged by Russia. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because, um, which is not, but I feel remiss, excuse me, if we don't address it. Um, first and foremost, on behalf of me and uh, everybody on this side of the aisle who I support and believe in, who rides with me, we stand in solidarity with the people of Ukraine. Uh, I don't know why people are not addressing it, um, but the way I see it, uh, this is just a attempt by Putin at a piece of war power. You know, there's a warm water port in the Ukraine that he's trying to obtain. And I believe several years ago, he tried to go out, go about it in a manner in which he showed force and tried to do through discussions and deliberations, tried to obtain that. They told him no. So he went back to the drawing board. After several attempts, he said, you know what, fuck it. And this is the end. You know, he's waged war. And it's not my business. Not finna, you know, go into the politics of it. However, when you fight a war, when your country is engaged in war, you know, it is what it is. But some of the images that are coming out, some of the propaganda that's coming out, um, <clears throat> the bombing of hospitals and schools and apartment buildings on just innocent civilians. That's not cool, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and cry for this or scream for that just from a humanitarian position as a human being. You know, I stand in arms with the people of the Ukraine. You know, I feel sorry for you. Um, if there's anything that we can do, please let me know. Um, I doubt it's not a lot because we're fighting a war here in St. Louis. Hey, yo, um, you know, black people getting shot at for years. Um, so it is what it is. But I did want to say that, 
you know, and on the topic of this conflict, for the people that want to speak on this, let's be clear. This is a problem between those two countries. Now, this Biden administration, I don't know the position. I mean, Biden talks tough. You know, I, if they do this, we're going to do this. Well, Putin's done it. You know, he, he's made his move. And Biden is not going to jump. We all know that. You know, this country is not prepared to go back to war. We just got out of a war. The longest war this nation has ever seen. We was in Afghanistan for over 20 years. What do we accomplish? Go ahead. Oh, wait. I got a minute. As a matter of fact, call the show. We'll just start it off. We'll kick it off early. 314-279-4830. If anybody can tell me anything we accomplished in Afghanistan in the 20 years we were there, give me a call. Tell me. And my phone lines are not ringing. So there you go. With that, we just got out of conflict. We're not going to jump back into conflict to gain nothing, to obtain nothing. Everybody wants a no-fly zone over to Ukraine, which makes a lot of sense. The problem with the no-fly zone is you have to enforce it. That's like me and my team, for example. I say don't mess with us. If you mess with us, you get dealt with. We have to deal with you. You know, I tell my friends and family and, you know, so on and so forth. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and I'm trying to turn it around and I'm a good kid now, you know. And everybody's like, oh, so glad you're done with that. It's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not done. And I say that because there is positions that I stand for. I mean what I say and I say what I mean. If you mess with me, my family, my team, I will fuck you up. No matter when, no matter where, no matter how, period. And it's like that. So as the United States of America, if we were to back a decision that says no fly zone, we have to enforce that. See the analogy? So if you're enforcing a no fly zone and a Russian plane flies in a no fly zone, you have to shoot that Russian plane down. That now becomes an American engaged in conflict with the Russian. And trust me, me and Joe Biden don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. But he did say something that I agree with him 100%. Let there be no mistake about it. That in turn is World War III. Well, I think we're going that way anyway. But you don't want to be the one to fire the first shot. That's not what America is. You know? We're a country, uh, we sit back and wait, see who gets the crap kicked out of them, and then we go in, bail that country out, and then we just plunder and pilfer them for the rest of their life. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, Japan. <laughs> uh, anywho, I digress. But, all joking aside, there is a serious conflict going on over there. And even though it really does not impact us over here, other than gas prices, and look, gas was high as hell before they invaded Ukraine, so I'm sick and tired of Russia being blamed for it, all right? They may have an impact on it, but look, gas is out of control already. So, if milk costs now $25 a gallon, how much do you think a gallon of gas is going to cost? So, I'm messing with the dumb shit. But, that is a serious conflict going on over there. So, you know, we should all say our prayers and be mindful of that and just 
you know, <clears throat> take a moment of silence, take a moment of solitude, take a moment to yourself and be thankful, you know, where we live at and where we stand. Look, fuck this country. I love America, but fuck this country. You know, I'm a nigga. I'm a black American. All right. We're the only race of people on this planet that don't have a home nation. You know, I wouldn't be nowhere else. <laughs> I wouldn't rather not be nowhere else other than the great U.S. of A. I said in one of my previous episodes, the bottom of my feet, the stamp, black USFA, made in, all right? This is this this the nation of, you know, don't fuck with us, don't tread on me. We drive on parkways and park on driveways. But you're not coming over here with that nonsense. So be thankful of that, you know, be thankful for what you have. You know, this is one of those moments where if you got a loved one, you talk to them in a minute, give them a call, say hi, I love you. To my parents, to my father, I'm sorry for everything. I love you. To everybody in my life, you know. Hey, sorry who I disappointed. Sorry whoever I let down, but I still do love you. Hope you love me. If you don't, that's your problem. But hey, at least that's off my chest. So that's it. That's uh, all we're going to spend on that topic. And uh, at least I got that out the way. All right. Now, in discussing that, that's going to lead us to today's topic, I guess you could say. And you know, it took me a minute to realize my position and, and what I'm going to talk about. And I had recorded already previously, but I deleted it because it was too controversial. I mean, this one's going to be controversial. Don't get me wrong. I am going to ruffle some feathers. I'm going to make a lot of people laugh. I make a lot of people open their eyes and open their mind and be like, hmm, that boy's got a good point. But I am going to ruffle some feathers. It is what it is. Heroes. What is a hero to you? What is the, how do I say this? What defines a hero? What in your, you know, your qua says a hero to you? Some people say that are based in faith that Jesus Christ is a hero. Are they right? Are they wrong? Mm -hmm. Some people say Jesus Christ don't even exist. Are they right? Are they wrong? To you as a person, take a second. When you hear the word hero, not who is your hero, what qualifications does that individual have? Are they all good? Are they all bad? Let's go back to Jesus. Let's say Jesus Christ is your hero. If you hear Jesus Christ got a DWI, does that diminish him being your hero now? Are you disappointed? You, you know, you cast him away? Since he's your hero, do you like just, eh, sweep that under the rug? And the reason I bring this up, not for several reasons, but in discussing the war, as we're all, you know, feeling sorry for these people of Ukraine, 
feeling sorry for the citizens of Russia who don't want to be a part of this at all. Some people view Putin as a hero. Some people believe the devil's a hero. Do you know that the ideology of satanic worship is a religion? If you didn't look it up. You can literally worship the devil and that is religion. Now, maybe dumb to you. Certainly dumb to me. And I'm an individual that fucking lived for the devil for a minute. Game banging, drug dealing, all that shit. One of the worst people God created. But with God, turn my life around. And I realized that that was a bad move, bad choice. But even in doing that, the devil is not my hero. I just did for the wrong things. But I digress. What is a hero? Take 10 seconds. Think about it. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. So what's your answer? What you come up with? I'll tell you right now, in the spirit of March Madness, who my hero is, the head coach of Michigan Wolverine basketball, Jawan Howard, who recently came off for suspension for swinging on another head coach. Good job, nigga. You should have hit him in the face harder. That's my hero. Whenever you're a coach and you're going to swing for your boys, hey, you get my vote. <clears throat> I'll tell you who my hero is. He's my hero when I was a kid. He's my hero today. If the man ran for president, I'd vote for him. If the man flew to the moon, I'd ride with him. If he married an alien, I'd, you know, support him all the way. Primetime Deion Sanders, who is now the head football coach at Jackson State, and who is taking five-star recruits from big programs and making them kids come down there to HBCU, or historically black college, university, something like that. I didn't go to black college. I went to SEMO. <laughs> Whatever. Black lives matter my ass. But I give Deion props for that. And that's why that man is my hero. Not only is he the best athlete to ever grace this planet, but he's primetime. You know, that's a hero to me. Cool nickname, cool hair, cool dance, and can shut down half of the field. Huh. That's all needs to be said. <clears throat> but let's get serious for a second, because I really want to have this conversation. We discuss the heroes. Who are they? I'll just decide my heroes, my parents. Huh? I watched my father go from a runner, just like me, to now a successful elder statesman, black man in this country, to come from nothing, to have what he has today, and to go right along with my mom, you know, both of them are my heroes, and they're my heroes because, not just because they're my parents, they're my heroes because of the way they went about it. They never was fake about it. You know, they didn't try to be nothing what they, other than what they were. We was niggas. We was raised to be niggas. You know? And my dad ain't made no bones about it. My mother's made no bones about it. They've been real since day one. 
and to walk through life the way they have. You know, I remember back in the day when KFC came out with the bucket of chicken. They had it set up to where they payday was every Friday for them. I'm going to pay one Friday, they got paid the next, so on and so forth. And that Friday, we got a bucket of chicken. And that bucket of chicken lasted us all week. Because that was it. You know? To go from that to now, these individuals are just five-star restaurants for lunch. You know, takeout. <laughs> you know? 16-ounce prime rib. You know? For lunch. Eating half of it. That's what's up. That's my heroes. You know? To go along with that. All my cousins, all my uncles, <clears throat> all my niggas that I ran the streets with, all the ones that I looked up to as a kid, you know, one of my downfalls, one of my sins. I never wanted to be president. I never wanted to be, you know, a sports star or this. I wanted to be in the streets. I wanted to be my daddy. I wanted to be my Uncle Joe. I wanted to be my Uncle Eugene. I wanted to be them. Those are my heroes. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to run the streets just like them. And I looked up to them, you know, the going out whenever they wanted, the, the cool clothes, the attitude, the drinking, the smoking, you know, the red eyes, the do what I want, when I want, how I want mentality. Those are my heroes. I still love them all to this day. And I feel bad, me personally, because in some aspects, I carried the legend on, the legacy on, excuse me. But in a lot of ways, I let them down. I got too full of myself. Made a lot of mistakes. Made a lot of dumbass mistakes. You know. And I'm pretty sure they're disappointed. But I'm pretty sure they made the same mistakes that I made, so it is what it is. Well, who are your heroes? Some people say that uh, Donald Trump's a hero. <laughs> and, you know, I, I chuckle, but, uh, you know, here's a man who borrowed a million dollars from his father and turned that around to president of the United States of America, leader of the free world. So he's not a bad choice. You know, he's a better choice than the Satan. You know, if you, if you call the show right now, 314-279-4830. If you got one choice, who's your hero? Satan or Trump? Who are you picking? <laughs> I bet you Satan gets more votes than you would think. Watch what I tell you. Every black person votes for Trump. I mean, every, every black person votes for Satan. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I, now, you know what? On the side note, I don't know if you guys saw the interview or not. Uh, uh, Lester Holt and Jim Bar Jim Barr or Jim Bear or whatever. That fat fuck. Uh, Trump's attorney general. That piece of shit idiot. Don't know his hole from his asshole to what's between his ears. None of that. God, that man's a loser. I just want to get that out there on national radio. That man sucks. And, you know, in another episode I said uh, two things I hate in this world was Benjamin Crump. And Al Sharpton, you can add bars down to that list. Those are three fucking idiots. The three stooges. Those three putzes ain't shit. I digress. Now, <clears throat> before we go any further, let's pay some bills around here. 
I want to give a special shout out to uh, my sponsor heroes. <laughs> uh, let's see here, there, now. You want to do a podcast like me? You want to get your thoughts and opinions out there? Special shout out to Spotify Radio and a really big shout out to Anchor FM, Anchor.fm. On a podcast like mine, go to Anchor.fm, type it in, it's totally free. Follow the easy steps, get podcast, get started. Get, get it out there. The whole world can hear you. It's easy as going to anchor.fm. Type in code word midnight. I have no idea why if you're still doing that. It is 100% free. That's anchor.fm, sp- sponsored by Spotify Radio. Thumbs up to Spotify Radio, though. Man, good good platform, good app, good everything. Took my cap off to them. They've, uh, they've done me pretty well. Um, I have no complaints. I did would not share them over the airways with you guys so there's that but to pay the bills and to shout out a really good company spotify radio and anchor.fm on a podcast like yours truly go to anchor.fm get started today it's 100 totally free now with that said back to the topic of heroes with the conflict over in uh, ukraine Led by um, you know Russia, with the ending of COVID round two, with the start of March Madness, with the baseball owners and the players union finally getting their heads out of their asses and coming together, and we finally have baseball again. It's springtime, and there is going to be many names on the ballot of heroes. From, you know, people on the front line of the trenches, you know, saving lives, costing lives, ending lives, you know, those getting votes for heroes, you know, kids is hitting shots, you know, one three point shot from one kid at one university is going to change his life. And that kid is going to be some other kid's hero for the rest of his life. I'm in the state of Missouri. <laughs> I remember when Tyus Edney beat Mizzou at the last second ran the length of the floor and did a layup with 0.9 seconds left on the clock. They hate Tyus Edney in this state to this day. That's my hero. (laughs) Way to go, boy. You get a vote for me. But that's what I'm saying. One kid makes one basket and his life changes forever. Go to baseball. This is Cardinal Nation. I bleed red, not because it's blood, you know, I wear blue though, so let's not get it twisted, but I bleed corner red, Jack Flaherty left spring training to have his shoulder looked at, that's my hero, and if he does not pitch this season, I swear to God, John Mozalek will not be my hero. So, with all that said, goes back to the original question. What defines a hero? What qualifications do you have as a hero? You know, I had this conversation with you guys today. My friends, my family, my followers, my listeners, my haters. Because it was brought to my attention that there's an individual 
that is being dubbed as a hero. And there really is no basis, no reason, no understanding as to why. I mean, to some, he's a good person, I guess. I mean, I'm not speaking to his character. He might have been a good guy. I don't know him personally. I know what he did was retarded. Now, what happened to him was egregious and uncalled for. But I don't think that should label him a hero. So who am I speaking about? I'm talking about, uh, spoiler alert. You're going to have to wait till after the break. Once again, this podcast is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm, you want to start a podcast like me, go to Anchor.fm. Sponsored by Spotify Radio. Back after this. All right, and we're back. Who was I speaking about? We'll get to that in just a second. First, got to take care of some uh, quick business. Uh, get a phone number out to the show. For any questions, comments, or concerns, please give us a call. 314-279-4830. We're still running at a $5 sweepstakes or contest. Uh, tune in to previous episodes to learn how to win $5. Uh, just got to call the show. And, um, you know, hopefully or possibly or maybe even or whatever, you might even become a guest on the show. Who knows? But uh, get a show call, 314-279-4830. That's 314-279-4830. Uh, let's go to our grab bag, see what uh, comments we have for this week. Nothing. All right. Well, let's get back to the show then. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> the individual who I'm speaking of is one Mr. George Floyd. Now, I heard the rumblings. I can hear the rumblings from here. And like I said, I'm not speaking to his character. I don't know the man personally. I imagine he was a good person. But to label that man a hero, hmm, I got a problem with that. Let's just look at the situation as a whole, objectively. Let's take Black Lives Matter out of it. Those con men. Let's take Al Sharpton out of it. That faggot fuck. I'm looking at it objectively. Here's an individual that walks into a place of business that commits a crime, passes off fake currency, leaves that establishment, but stays on the scene of a crime for up to an hour. Authorities arrive. There's a conversation. Now, you know, and all of this is a miss. Nobody has yet to explain how there's a video of him arm-in-arm chuckling high-fiving with the cops. And next minute, he's on the ground with a knee in the neck. He says, Mama, he's dead, and he's a hero. <clears throat> you know, I said it. I've gotten so much slack over it. But hey, this is my world and this is my show. Let me say it again. If you're going to die, if you know you're dying, first of all, if a man has his hand or his knee in the back of your neck and you in your head is like, this is it, I'm going to die. Instead of taking every mustard of energy you got to get that man off of you, because trust me, I've been in that position. And any brother 
that looks like me, acts like me, and talks like me. Well, let me take that back because I'm the only one. <laughs> Any brother that looks like me. <laughs> Any black male in the city of St. Louis has been in that hold. Especially in 6th District. Okay. Those fine police officers over there really do their job diligently. And their idea of uh, police reform and, you know, police and serve is to eliminate black men. Literally. Take a second on that one. So I've been in a hold. I know a lot of people that have been in a hold. You get that man off of you. You're going to get your ass beat. You're going to go back to that hold. But you get that man off of you. You don't lay there and your last word is mama. And you perish. Now may he rest in peace. God rest his soul. I'll be made to heaven to see his mother. You know. I hope a real hero, Jesus, welcomes him. <laughs> he probably went, and Jesus looking at him, shaking his head. Oh, you twit. Mm -mm -mm. Get your ass in here. <laughs> they say, God protects idiots and babies. I think it's in the Bible somewhere. Um, I don't know. Uh, look it up. Hey, somebody called a show, 3142 What verse is it where it says, and you are a believer with Jesus and God in your heart, you inherit the kingdom of God. If you don't have those two, you cannot get into heaven. However, there is an asterisk. If you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> there are exceptions to the rule. <laughs> I am going to get so much trouble for that one. What is what it is what it is. Now, not speaking to another land. The man perished. He's a hero? Hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, I get pain this. I get, you know, marching for him. But to label him a hero? You know, that speaks to this ideology that you got these marchers that are telling young black kids and young white kids for that matter, we are all equal. No, we're not. We're not equal. We're not nowhere near equal. The horrific acts that are being taking place right now, thousands of miles away from us on the other side of this world, in the idea of war, are you equal to them? In their eyes, you are. For the people that are marching saying that we're all equal, we're all equal, 
We're all one. We're all equal. You have got me motherfucking fucked up. Now you mean tell me that a man who perishes this earth due to the over-aggressive over act of a policeman is a hero. Ah, uh, see, you're mucking the waters up. You're confusing people. And that's where I stand. That's where my problem. And that's why I do this show. To get you to open your eyes. As long as in your head you're going back and forth with this retarded mind frame of we're all together, we're all equal, we shall overcome, uh, black lives matter, uh, all lives matter. Uh, you're missing the big picture. You're being led around like sheep. We're being led around like sheep. Well, not me. I see it. We're being led around. Confused. We're preaching this. From one generation to the next. You ask anybody today. Anybody. Any race. How they feel about today's generation. You won't get five people that say a positive word about any of them. Now, those kids are going to have kids. And those kids are going to have kids. And those kids who we all agree ain't shit right now are going to give kids or are going to give birth to kids and ain't shit. And on top of that, you're going to tell them, they're going to tell their kids, hey, <laughs> we're all equal. See the problem? Meanwhile, Al Sharpton gets a new suit. Benjamin Crump gets another <laughs> client, you know, and simple, but yet necessary basic fundamentals to make a decent person decent, let's get cast away to, to the west side. Look, I make no bones about it, alright? I'm not the most religious man in the world. <laughs> Lord knows I'm not, alright? I should be, but yeah, I'm not. But it is more onus today put on Black Lives Matter than it is on faith, worship, and prayer. There is more onus on George Floyd and Black Lives Matter than it is on education. Take a second. Let that sink in. That man's your hero? Uh, 
And who says he's a hero? The people who are having us in conflict with each other are putting this propaganda out there that he's a hero. For over in Russia right now, okay, you can't say war. You gotta say military conflict. If you say war, you go to prison. Okay. If you talk bad against the Kremlin, you go to prison. Talk bad about him, you go to prison. If you say anything against the propaganda in which he's putting out there, you go to prison. And they're condemning him for that. But that is no different from the propaganda that is being perpetrated against us, black and white, as a nation, as a people. Because minds, we're all niggas. Unless you're a rich yuppie, dude, don't give a shit. Then then fuck you. Or a terrorist. Or a taco maker. And I still don't trust Asians. But that propaganda that they're preaching against us to spill out there is no different. People get on me a lot because they're like, you make fun of Black Lives Matter. You, It's not a joke. It's not all lives matter. Listen, your life matters. Okay? Your life matters. The concept of Black Lives Matter was to open the eyes of the world to understand that there is a systematic problem against us because of the color of our skin. That's it. It wasn't a movement. It wasn't to turn into this $7 million a month industry to which they keep 79% of it. And if a dancer wasn't to take individuals undeserving and label them with fake labels. George Floyd's a hero? Kiss my ass. The black lady who just got elected to uh to Supreme Court. I think that's bullshit. You know, I'm not a fan of affirmative action. But I guess Joe Biden is trying to fill off his sign off his bucket list before he goes to heaven. You know, I want to have sex with a black woman. So, <laughs> so he is trying to appeal to the black women. You know, he's got a black woman vice president. Now he put a black woman in office. Uh, you know, he's going to get him some black pussy. Good for you. That bitch going to beat your ass and take your money. Just like she does the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting trouble for that one. Hey, right, find an editor. Can we edit it? No, we can't. Eh, whatever. The hell with it. It's my show. That woman. She's a hero. Elijah Cummings, the the uh, black congressman that passed away uh, recently, last year. He's a hero. Individuals that sat in there in the hard times and went about change in their own way, their own right. Go back to my parents. 
No, my parents aren't famous. You know? But my parents both from poor and impoverished beginnings went about changing their own way, their own right. And they did that. That's a hero. Hey, we said his name. Jesus. I read the book. I picked a different picked a different fan of the book. But still no, the man the man gets credit. Look at his story. Humble beginnings. Went through the trials and tribulations. Went about changing his own right. Made a difference. That's a hero. Go back to my hero, Deion Sanders. Made a difference. You can't throw your ball to the side of the field, period. That's, that's a difference right there. Do you understand what I'm telling you people? Listen to me. When you go up and you try and game plan against him, you can't do it. Run the ball at him because he can't tackle. But that's my hero, so whatever. Well, I digress with a joke, but still. Making a change, making a difference. Going about it your way, the right way. In your own right. Because who knows if it's right or wrong? That's, that's between you and your maker to decide that. You don't have to fall for this propaganda of a fake label. Now, what happened to George Floyd was wrong. What happened to Breonna Taylor was wrong. What happened to Trayvon Martin was wrong. What happened to Michael Brown was wrong. What happened to the nine niggas that get shot and killed tonight by white officers that you will never hear about because they're not somebody sitting right there with a video recorder or their cell phone? And hey, shout out to my homeboys in Franklin County, Jeffco, Crawford. Hey, what's up, Leesburg? To the white boys on there, they're getting the shit kicked out of them that you will never hear their name. Never. By police. By task force, by law enforcement. Those are my niggas, those are my family. I love them. They're not heroes. You don't have to fall for a fake hero. What's God say? Don't fall for a fake prophet? What's what was that? David Koresh? I'm God, but I wear glasses. Come on now, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm the almighty creator, but I can't see straight. Get it. Come on. We gotta, gotta wake up, man. Gotta wake up. Gotta see things for what they really are, you know? Like I said, what happened to that individual was uh, an egregious act. The man who went into Breonna Taylor's apartment and fired shots got cleared of all charges recently and is free to return to active duty in law enforcement. That's fucked up. Where's Black Lives Matter on that shit? Where's All Lives Matter on that? Where's anybody pounding any drum anywhere on that one? This young lady dies in her living room. 
Nothing. No marches, you know. You want to talk about heroes? You know, here in St. Louis, best city in the world, it's a war zone. Okay? And it's so small, we're stacked on top of each other. You know? The heroes are the people that are in the trenches trying to make a difference. City of St. Louis got a black mayor. She's a female. I forget her name. Wonderful woman. I, I'm a fan. Okay? Huge fan. This lady still stays in the hood. Here's gunshots every night. She gave an interview a couple of weeks ago. And there's like a shooting two, two, two blocks away. You can hear it in an interview. And she's like, oh, we're here today. To da, 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 da. She's the only one that didn't duck. And everybody's like, oh, you didn't duck for like tonight. That's every night. She's like, on the weekends, me and my kids sleep in the tub. She's like, I'm not moving out. I'm trying to make a difference. That's a hero. We've got a black woman in the Senate. Forget her name. I'm horrible with names. I suck. I'm not a hero. So you know, if qualified to be, I failed. <laughs> I forget that woman's name, but she is making a difference. You know, she's in the Senate voting. And she's not going, uh, what's that? Uh, what's the name of that crap? What do you call that? Uh, not company lines. Uh, uh, Democrat or Republican party lines, you know? And when you get to the politics on that level, if you're a Democrat, you come up with this, you know, notion, Hey, I'm a Democrat and I believe. We're going to vote that all Black Lives Matter. And every Democrat supposed to vote for that. And they do. That's why nothing gets done. She's like, no, I'm not doing that shit. That's retarded. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't help people. It doesn't? It, no, I'm not doing that shit. This woman slept outside on the steps of Congress to prove a point about the, um, the, the, the act the rental assistance, they gave people money for COVID and they're pulling it. And they did. There's nobody marching for that. There's black people getting kicked out on the streets. There's white people getting kicked out on the streets. There are real problems right now. Gas is $5 a gallon. Milk is $5 a gallon. Inflation is up 40%. And people coming out of a pandemic, a global pandemic, are being kicked out of their homes for inability to pay back rent because they can't catch up. But you want to march about Black Lives Matter. You want to label an individual a hero that was a victim of police brutality. When there are real heroes out there. I just gave you examples of two. 
and I can go on and on and on. You go to every ghetto in this country. And in those ghettos, there is a church. There is a community center. There is a community advocate. There are people, boots on the ground, on the front lines, doing the best they can with no resources, trying to make a difference, trying to stop the violence, trying to increase the peace, trying to promote positive positivity versus negativity. There's your heroes. That's why I say, hey, look, I stand with the people of the Ukraine. Solidarity, arm in arm, hey, I feel your pain, you know? But let's just take a time out. You can miss me with the rest of that shit. Because we've been down here dying for years. What do we get? And for all of those individuals over there who are assisting with helping civilians, the people that can't help themselves get out of that conflict, get out of harm's way, yes, they should be labeled a hero. And they should get all the praises and accolades and everything that goes along with that. <laughs> On a side note, to the individuals around the world, including this great nation that I live in, the U.S. of A., who have heeded the call and are going to the Ukraine to fight for Ukrainian people who aren't even from, have no affiliation with Ukraine whatsoever. You get a pass. You're a hero. I will go over there and fight, but I'm on probation. <laughs> I'm a felon. I can't be around a firearm, so I can't fight. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. But look, hey, I'm serious, man. Take a look at the big picture. You've got a conflict going on over there in which I believe is going to lead to World War III. I believe this is all a part of something that is bigger it's a bigger picture, bigger than I can comprehend, bigger than you can comprehend. Think about it. How do we come out of a global pandemic into a conflict of worldly proportions? And China is still in quarantine. Come on, my people. You know? I think it's all together. I, I truly believe it's all a part of this. It's all that 1% of the world's most powerful people. You look at it. When this shit kicked off, what did Joe Biden do? We, we, we issued sanctions. We're not finna buy this from Joe. We're not finna buy this from Putin. We're not finna take this from Russia. Oh, and we want the 13 richest people, his homeboys. We were after them. Why? Because they spend money. Oh, they moved to the cameras. Oh, we can't touch them. They went on the world media to tell them that they were looking for them. You think them people didn't get their money and got the fuck up out of Dodge? Which they did. But I think it's that 1% that controls all of us. 
that it, that it's just it's all it's all you know. So when we talk about heroes. Look at the people in your life. Look closest to you. Look at the people that mean the most to you. Look at the people that are making a difference that you know, that you can recognize, that you can relate to. That's a hero. Give them a shout out. Give them a what's up. And if you don't have that person, hey, take a look around. There are people that actually are deserving of that label. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of police at all. I'm grown now, so I'm not going to walk around and say, fuck the police. Huh, I got my ass beaten up for saying that. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm a parent. You know? Somebody breaks my house, I'll kill a nigga. Somebody breaks into my neighbor's house, who also has a kid, I'll call the police. For the sake of the children. Police have the worst job in the world and have the worst pay rate in the world. Hats go off to you. Take special breed. First responders, you don't get paid shit, but you run into danger to be selfless and save lives. I bring those two examples up because if you do not have somebody in your life where you can look at and say, hey, that's a hero. That's my hero. There you go. Support your local first responders. Support your local police station. Look, I rep the hood. All of them. I got my ghetto hood pass. I've been in hoods all around this great nation. This thing where we're just shooting the cops, I'm not with that. I don't get it, and I'm not with it. I don't support that one at all. It don't make sense to me. You're waging war on a force that has been engaged in conflict with us for years, for generations, who have better resources than us. You're doing nothing but making it worse and harder for us. Black Lives Matter. You niggas need to knock the fuck off. I do not support that at all to call cops just to shoot at them. Stop it, please. I don't like cops neither, but they got a job to do just like we got a job to do. Go out, tackle the world, go home to their families, hug their kids, try to make a difference. If you don't have a hero in your life you can relate to personally, go down to your local fire department. Take my box of cookies and box of donuts. Say thank you for the service you do. Go to your local police station. Take my box of cookies, take my box of donuts. Say, hey, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> don't say that. But say thank you. Those are heroes. Not my heroes, but those are heroes. Go to your local church. Go to your local house of worship. Tell the preacher, thank you for the job that you do, for speaking to the masses and continuing to preach the word of faith to people who need it. 
because maybe you're not believing it. Maybe not. I believe in it, but people do and it helps and it works. Those are heroes. To community advocates that constantly preach peace while they are staring at death, destruction, devastation, day after day after day after day and their work does not make near one bit of difference they still go out there every day preaching peace and faith and forgiveness and understanding and turn the other cheek and we gonna make it that's a hero not someone we perm motherfucker fake ass that says another individual who catches a fake 20 and stays on the scene of the crime says so represented by Benjamin Crump those three dipshits we're being blinded I'm like uh, the minister Al Malik Al-Shabazz when he gave that great speech we've been had hoodwinked we've been bamboozled, we've been run amok, led astray. We have to, we have to raise against some shine to rise up, come together, we have to, because the evidence is now bigger and better than ever. It is more evident now more than ever. This is intentionally retarded shit that is happening just to keep us blinded to the truth. And if we don't come together, we all will fall. Love yourself. Love your neighbors. You know who your hero should be? Yourself. For being a decent person. For being a good person. That's who your hero should be. If you take nothing away from this episode, take away the not a fan of George Floyd. <laughs> I still don't trust Asians and fuck Al Sharpton and Benjamin Crump <laughs> and, and Jim Barr. <laughs> but also take away that it is now more than ever time to come together. Please. Please. Look around you. There's more focus on negativity and destruction and war and chaos than peace and positivity. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. There's more focus on this crap rap than it is on reading a book. Ask yourself why. Like I said, we got to come together. It has been rage against the machine. Reach one, teach one. Since day one. That mission has not changed.
If you don't see it now, I don't think you ever will. I hope you do. I really do. Because we have to. We have to. That is it for the show for this week. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, before I go, I want to send a special, 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 super special shout out to uh, my homeboy. Uh, I've talked about him on the show. Really good friend of mine. Uh, I kind of had a fault with him because I haven't seen him in so long. Hey, I got your 20 bucks, nigga. <laughs> I love you to death. But I'm a homeboy Ram and this lovely lady. They just had a brand new baby. Uh, STL day, 314, cuz. You know what it is. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. Um, I do know the name of his lady and the baby, but I'm not going to say it because um, it's none of your business. So there's that. But I want to say shout out to them. Congratulations on the birth of their new child. I hope that um, everything works out well. If you need anything, please don't hesitate to give me a call. Um, <clears throat> like I said, thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, stay tuned. Racism Part 2 will be out real soon, probably the next episode. If not, definitely the episode after that. Till I talk to you again, please, please, don't trust agents. <laughs> I'm just playing. God, I got to stop saying that. Uh, oh, and real quick before I do leave, uh, it's been brought to my attention that I've been bagging on the city of Cleveland a lot lately, and the uh, people from Cleveland and the city of Cleveland itself has taken kind of offense to what I've been saying. So uh, to anybody who can hear me in the city of Cleveland, fuck yous. All right, there's that. So until next time, love yourself, love your neighbor, take care of yourself and your neighbor and anybody in your life that needs somebody to talk to, make yourself accessible to them. Be one about peace and positivity and love. And just, God, just open your eyes. And Black Lives Matter <laughs> to those idiots that believe that shit. I love you guys. Till next time. Peace out.